Guten Abend, Chris, and welcome to <laughs> I've Got a Beatles podcast. This is our German episode today. Uh, we got a little bit of Komm gib mir deine Hand at the beginning there. It'll be our, we're going to have a little German-themed episode uh, talking about uh, a gig in our new series, Classic Gigs, Classic Beatles Gigs. This will be volume two, so we'll tell you all about that in a little bit. Uh, yeah. And kind of how we came up with this idea and and why and so why it's interesting. So, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm as you can see, I'm super ex- jazz. Yes, super excited uh, because I've got a uh, hey grand dude in the mail. <laughs> are you going to fly uh, over to England and and meet Paul McCartney <laughs> and get your signed copy of Hey Grand Dude? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grand Dude. Uh, well, we were gonna we we're gonna open the show with uh, some of some of the news and notes. Yeah, because uh, we got some some a lot of activity, a lot of announcements the last few days. Burying the lead here uh, <laughs> by saying, "Great, hey, Grand Dude. Now out now out on hardcover, fourteen thirty nine at Amazon. Mm. Uh, also out, Linda McCartney." Wide Prairie re-release. Did you get that you on get vinyl? Copy of that? Did you get vinyl? that colored disc? Uh, I'm sure there's a picture disc, right? I I think so. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. So you can get that uh, at stores everywhere. But is there any bigger news, Dave? Uh, I don't know. Does Ringo have a new uh, song out? I think with Rodney <laughs> Crowell. Rodney Crowell. Ringo plays on a Rodney Crowell song. <laughs> Just came out today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But no, there's a there's a going to be a 50th anniversary edition. Now this time I don't think you have to eat crow because I think this time you we knew it. yeah we knew this yeah. one was going to happen yeah because <laughs> the, the last time you were like no way they're going to do a white album nope I blew and, it completely and you blew it yep. and uh, Abbey Road 50th anniversary edition three CD and Blu-ray super deluxe edition coming out of course the f- first disc is going to be that Giles Martin remaster like we're getting used to uh mm-hmm. getting and then disc two disc three are sessions couple couple notable songs from that is uh the long one you ready, you uh, ready yeah. the long one? yes <laughs> which is sort of a mixed up medley that's not in the right not in the order we yeah are used to it so that should be fascinating because i think isn't i think uh her majesty is in the middle of that from what i read <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a couple other ones from that is we get takes one through three of Her Majesty on their own. Mm-hmm. And then we get Goodbye, the home demo of Goodbye all cleaned up. Yep. I bet you this I Want You, She's So Heavy mix is going to be Ooh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so lots of, lots of, lots of great stuff to look forward to there. And then, of course, that Blu ray's got the Dolby Atmos mix <laughs> and the uh, high res stereo and the. DTS HD Master Audio 5.1. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still need to talk to our our good friend Sam Bakka about uh, some of these uh, yes surround uh, uh, sound uh, type things. And this would be a good time to uh, yeah around the time of this release would be a perfect time to bring Sam on and he can explain all the different mixes and what these things mean because i don't even know what you said so (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what dts uh hd master audio 5.1 is uh no dolby atmos no i I guess there wasn't a dolby atmos uh for the uh first set 
Oh, okay. Now, now they've got the Dolby app. It's okay. Whatever, All right. whatever, whatever that, that is. is. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> no. Know. But, uh, yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, of course, we'll give you the full review when we get it. Maybe do another unboxing video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did a good <laughs> one with the White Album last time. <laughs> yeah, I'm certain. Let's see what it's going for right now on Amazon in America here. Pre-ordering at eighty-nine bucks, okay, which seems reasonable. Yeah, of course it's got that big book with it too, right? And I think this one's a square one, like the the first set, and not uh, not a sort of rectangular like the white album set. That white album For- set was really heavy to carry around. That thing was a beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I have to say I'm a little bit uh underwhelmed by this or maybe maybe it's because the other two were so spectacular with the and uh the, the sergeant pepper and the white album ones were really so well done and i feel yeah. like the material here it was already so polished and and you know recorded in stereo and already abbey road sounds great as an album i don't yeah. i'm not sure what we're going to get out of it apart from some fine tuning uh, and uh, so I guess maybe that's I'm a little bit underwhelmed. Of course I'm interested and, and can't wait to talk about it with you. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'm sure. It, I think it'll be. I think it'll be uh, something where we're like, well, maybe it's a little underwhelming, and then you play it. For yeah, a, like, that's probably you know, what it'll have. Like yeah, it, yeah. Uh, and I think it's a precursor to what I'm gonna guess is the 2020. Uh, let it let it be that comes out around the same time that the Peter Jackson documentary oh, does. right right that. that and that that should be a treasure trove mm-hmm. of five discs of just yes. like you know I'm sure they've got just so much I mean they would probably have a disc or two of just like them doing cover songs oh yeah all the oldies and stuff you'll be really into that yeah yeah <laughs> but it's 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 also this will be released at the end of September. And that also coincides with a conference that I'll be presenting at, as well as some other uh, friends of the show who've been on the show before. There's Mm a a 50th anniversary Abbey Road conference called Come Together, and it'll be at the Eastman School of Music, which is where I did my master's degree in Rochester, New York, uh, September 26th or 27th to the 29th. And uh, Kid O'Toole will be there. Uh, Katie Kaporch oh, yeah, will be there. Real, real friend of the show, yes. Kid O'Toole. Yes. Uh, who else? Katie Kaporch, uh, who we interviewed okay. before. Aaron Kadovich will be doing a conference uh, paper or poster session. And uh, Walt Everett, John Kovach, a lot of the uh, usual Beatles scholars will be there. So it should be fun. I'll be maybe we'll get you another uh uh from the from yes the, uh, from the conference conference uh, report from you definitely uh, some some short uh uh audio uh tracks from yeah. you, or maybe some video tracks or something definitely and my uh, my paper is on uh, Maxwell Silver Hammer because I wanted to pick a song I really didn't like and try to find something interesting to write about it so that's what mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I don't know if it's interesting or not, but at least uh, it'll be presented. And I have listened to about fifty takes of Maxwell Silver Hammer. Oh boy! So, <laughs> so you're, you're, uh, uh, do I get an award a, for that? Or? <laughs> that's like when I went through that episode to get all of the uh, uh, Paul Bad songs. Oh yeah, <laughs> all those bootlegs and stuff. Ooh, <laughs> rough, <laughs> but it should yeah. be fun. So this is definitely Abbey Road year. 
and we'll be looking forward to seeing what comes out in a couple months. Yeah. So. Well, now transitioning to our uh, it's our occasional series uh, on uh, Beatle uh, important concerts of Beatles history. Yes. And uh, what are we going to cover today, Dave? Well, we're going to talk about a short tour the Beatles did. It was their last international tour of Germany, Japan, and the Philippines. But we're going to focus on the German part because uh, the Beatles anthology, they talk a lot about the Philippines, and we know what happened there. Uh, They also talk a lot about the Japan show with the Budokan clips, and uh, that was a big deal when they're dressed in kimonos and stuff. Uh, But the first part of it was the German tour, and something I like to do when I travel is if there's a Beatles site somewhere, I go find it. And this past summer, uh, last month, I went to Munich and figured out, oh, you know, I'm not too far away from the Circus Krona uh, Hall, which is where the Beatles played. Yeah. And it's actually a circus hall, and it looks like it when you go up to it. It's kind of in a neighborhood. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's where the Beatles did this concert, two two nights in Munich. I in, think this was the first ever concert at the Circus Krona. Correct, exactly, yeah, and what a great way to bring them in. Uh, so they played three German cities. Uh, they did uh, Bu- uh, Munich and then Essen and Hamburg. And uh, It was the first time the Beatles had been back to Germany for quite a while, and especially to Hamburg. Uh, so actually... The concerts were their first in the country since December 62 at, hey, actually, this ties in well, because what was our first classic Beatles gig discussion? That's right. That, that's what, uh, the uh, uh, Star Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that so was... this is sort of a, a reflection, and, and it's, it's funny because it's like the Star Club is right before they get big, mm-hmm. then they get big, and then this is right before they end yeah doing shows so it's yeah. like it's like a good a thing that they got this chance to go back to germany and kind of like do these shows because otherwise it would have never happened yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah very nice bookends to their performing career yeah. uh and so we're going to talk about kind of the, the the what happened at this gig or what the music what the set with us was like and thinking about the beatles in context at this time because we're in june 24th and 25th so june of 1966 there's some video footage of this munich gig about 15 minutes of it you can watch on youtube and it's yeah i think you learn a lot just by watching them and how they play how they sound and so a question we're going to also talk about is should they have kept going even and we know what happened they went to america and did the candlestick park and the rest of the 66 tour the next month but uh dodger stadium yeah dodger stadium yeah exactly so just watching this video and listening to them play should they have kept going or why were they playing these tunes and all that stuff so uh yeah what do you when we've talked we did an episode on the 65 tour uh, yeah and so this would be a year later uh what what are your thoughts just kind of preliminary thoughts on this period and they're playing and stuff like that um it almost seems like they're they're playing they're uh, it almost seems like a little out of place like they'd grown to a certain amount and that 
this tour and the American tour, and you can really see this in the anthology, Beatles anthology, where they're playing I'm Down and they're being very screwy. <laughs> they're definitely being screwy here on I'm Down. Wait, wait till we play that for you. <laughs> um, they're playing some some their newer songs and some of their hits, mm-hmm. some of their singles. I wanted to talk a little bit about that here in a minute. But they're still playing in a way, it's like, it's as if, well, we're still doing the thing where we have like three groups ahead of us. <laughs> We're yeah. still only playing a half an hour. We've still got the screaming girls everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, I'm sure it's like, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened after, like, if they'd taken a year off of touring, gone back in 67, 68. I bet you it would have been a totally different vibe. Yeah, yeah. If they lost the suits. If mm-hmm. they started playing, like, longer sets, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're playing at Woodstock, that kind of thing, you yeah, know? yeah, it would it have been like a different type of thing? Because uh, this was your classic thing, where it's first Cliff Bennett in the Rebel Rousers, <laughs> which we should say, by the way, you can watch on YouTube. There's the a special called D Beatles for German, and uh, they show the opening acts like at least a couple tunes from each opening act yeah so you got yeah cliff who is cliff bennett and the rebel rousers Rousers, and then you got the rattles and they're a german group oh you're big you're big fan of the rattles right (laughs) i've got all their discs uh and then you've got peter and gordon and i was like oh do they do word without love Mm -hmm. no no (laughs) (laughs) they don't do that no uh and the the uh, I just want to also mention the German leg of the tour was known as the Bra- Bravo Blitz Tournee. Still having that same short act and short same style, and I mean yeah. the, the audiences are a little different, I guess. It, the they're still the screaming girls, but the European audiences didn't seem quite as manic as the American audiences. Uh, yeah, they're still they're energetic. They're energetic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a, did you notice in the video, and this is uh, you definitely want to check this out on YouTube because there's yeah. plenty of video of it. There's all these guys in suits, yes. sort of like standing kind of behind them. Yeah, I don't know what they were it's doing. Very bizarre, and yeah. very casually, kind of like people going in and out. It's like I can't even imagine that would happen today. No, with Paul. No, <laughs> you know, there's just, just guys in suits standing behind him. <laughs> no, let alone speaking of uh, 50th anniversaries, Woodstock. You watch the video, and there's just like random people walking up on stage all the time, and there's Jimi Hendrix, and there's all these people <laughs> just kind of standing there. So yeah. it's a very different vibe. Uh, but it's interesting, just in in context, as we move to talking about what they actually played here, uh, the fact that Revolver. I saw I made a mistake earlier. Uh, Revolver uh, was being recorded at this time, so it's, it yeah. was released in August, and mm-hmm. uh, it's really like just such a I don't know a, a contrast. It just doesn't seem like it's two different groups almost. You've got the group going yeah. in and playing "Tomorrow Never Knows" and "She Said She yeah, Said," and yeah. Yeah, they record Tomorrow Never Knows, then they put the suits back on to <laughs> run out and do, you know, uh, Day Tripper. And, right. You know, I Want to Be Your Man. I Want to yeah. Be Your Man and st- some things like that. So, it, I mean, it is an advanced set list from previous tours. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. 
So let's run through the set list. Let's yeah. run, it, uh, run it run it down for us, and then we'll then we'll double back and talk about some of them and play some of them. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so they start out with rock and roll music, and that's followed up. Oh, we should say by the way that not all of the songs re- were recorded. Very I, I, there's some doubt about where the all the tunes are from the Munich gigs. Uh, yeah, there's only about 15 minutes of video, and then the others may not have survived very well uh but but they played the same set list for all the shows so rock and roll music followed by she's a woman and then you had george uh, with his feature if i needed someone day tripper Mm -hmm. babies in black i feel fine yesterday and then you got to get ringo out there for i want to be your man nowhere man paperback writer and then like they did in shea stadium and a lot of other gigs ending with i'm down yeah yeah. One thing I noticed because the the uh we had a, a, a in the in the one we were talking about with the long video where you can see mm-hmm. all the acts, they've placed in some bootleg audio of one of the other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it's the show from Essen. Yes, yes. One of the two shows in Essen. By the way, they played six shows in three days. I know, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, one at 5.15 and one at like 9 o'clock or something like yeah. that. I, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> one thing I noticed was how the, the, sound, the sound and the energy seemed to pop up on Day Tripper mm. and on Paperback Writer. And I was like, why was that? And I was mm. thinking about it. And I was like, those were the two singles, the two ah, most recent singles. Sure. Paperback sure. Writer 2 was a number one in Germany. Oh, so perfect. Big, big number one Germany hit yeah. that had just been from a couple months before. Mm-hmm. So those were the most, like, you know, hottest songs yeah. of, the, of the thing. So it's kind of strange how they, the, this video broadcast didn't include those two because no. they were big hits at the time that's pretty interesting because it it they there is such a contrast between those tunes and then you know then you're playing uh babies in black or something it's just yeah <laughs> really uh, odd juxtaposition and so you know going through here we can uh we'll, we'll talk about we'll listen to one of those uh so rock and roll music uh Pretty generic. Just a a generic opener. Yeah. You know? How do they sound on it? Well, I just think the, the, you know, some of these, when the gigs start, it's like the, the, I don't know if the mics aren't on or or what's going on, you know? (laughs) There was somebody like on the, on the stage wrapping coil and kind of getting things, yeah, figured out at that point. Yeah, like it hadn't invented uh, sound check yet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, supposedly, uh, there's a, a note that I read that the Beatles actually rehearsed before the Munich shows because they hadn't really played live for a while. So yeah. it, it, uh, they might have used a little more rehearsal on some of these tunes. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. think, too, and I. I d- you're you're the perfect pitch guy, mm-hmm. so you got to be going crazy on some of these with the tuning. Whew, all over the place, yeah. Yeah, some yeah. of the tuning's not great. And was that because <laughs> they they couldn't hear themselves? They didn't have they don't have chromatic tuners to pedals and stuff like they do now. Yeah. So they're just kind of winging it. 
Yeah, uh, and like we said, uh, I forget what episode we're... Oh, I, it was when we were talking about sort of the uh, <laughs> tour, the American tour, when we mm-hmm. talked about that, the 65 tour. Yeah. You know, they didn't... The monitor... Like, one of those shows, they had a monitor, and they're like, oh, it's unbelievable. We can hear ourselves. I know. So, I know. It was like the monitor didn't even exist yet. Mm-mm. And uh, I'm, I don't think it exists here either. So. No. <laughs> but, no. But, uh, however, I do think a couple, in a couple of songs here, and um, we'll play one of them, I do think that the the vocals are pretty spot on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the vocal harmonies. Because we, uh, what else do we have here? We got. She's a woman was next. What do you yeah. think of she's a woman? Uh, it feels like to me that they're just going through the motions, uh, at least on the audio that you have. Some you know cl- clam notes and a couple of offbeat things. John entering early, just sort of slap dashing it through. Um, mm-hmm. But Paul, you know, Paul's always the showman, so he's he's bringing it at least. Uh, but yeah, it sounds okay. Yeah, and then then you get George's feature. Which, uh, I li- of course, I like the Beatles' uh, in-between song patter, which they usually adopt the language of the country. So you get George saying, uh, next uh, song, or what, next, uh, you know, like he's trying to do it in German, which is kind of funny. And so yeah. someone introduces George, I think Paul introduces George for If I Needed Someone. Yeah, so how does this one sound? This is one of the ones where on a... Uh wasn't in the video right. that they included, so it's the uh, bootleg, so it's kind of hard to <laughs> really piece together if I needed someone and Day Tripper, but they they both sounded pretty good, I thought, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I, I think like, ooh, imagining a show, like had they waited until after Revolver came oh, out, yeah. didn't do this tour, and then you, you got a set that's full of just rubber soul and revolver oh, revolver songs great <laughs> that'd be great well this is a you know a good example of one that it's like oh the, wow mm-hmm. and i feel i feel like their uh, backup vocals are are pretty in sync mm-hmm. that, that one and think uh, about it, the giving george a song because he used to do roll over beethoven and things like that on the earlier shows but can you think of another george song up to this point that would have actually worked like an original that would have worked in concert mm, not really no because what you didn't have much you had don't bother me and i need you uh you like me too much yeah no yeah. way you like no. me too much. <laughs> think for yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah and then day tripper that's kind of a clapper <laughs> you know, that was, seemed like the audience. Was, I mean, it was like I said, it was one of the hits. So mm-hmm. they were like, you see, you can feel them pep up. Yeah, and yeah. and then they, uh, it was like a a, a real uh, sort of uh, a clap along kind of thing. Yeah, and I think the uh, aud- the audio on that, the because there's no video, but the audio sounds like an audience sound like somewhere in the audience, and you can hear a lot of the audience singing along or clapping and yeah, you know, getting into it. Exactly. Yeah. Babies in Black, that's included on this, and and I think it's pretty like the vocals are pretty pretty tight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always fun any of these where Paul and John are sharing <laughs> a mic. I know, I like those too. <laughs> yeah, so that's you, pretty pretty great. Are you a big fan of Babies in Black in general? I probably like it more than you do. Yeah, 
probably. <laughs> Spoiler just, alert. Spoiler alert. Like yeah, I I don't know. I was just thinking we'll we'll talk about the set list when we're done as a whole, but I want to yeah, think about this one a little bit. What do you I, you do you what do you not like about Babies in Black? I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it. I've just never I like the harmonies. I like that mm-hmm. it's a it's a waltz or 6/8 kind of a different feel. Um Maybe it just goes one too many times. It's a little repetitious, uh, maybe. Uh, Could be. Kind of droney. Oh, is it a twangy? It's the twang, tw- yeah. twang, twang. That could be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, well we, won't, we won't deep deep dive too no. much into Baby's Black. We'll save that for a f- future episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, I Feel Fine, that was another one that was uh, on the video. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. That's probably one of the ones that sound best here. Yeah. We'll still not play that one because we're going to play uh, three coming up here. Yes. Uh, but I feel fine's pretty pretty decent. And uh, I think that the audience is really, I mean, they're seeing the Beatles and they yeah. can't believe they're seeing the Beatles. So <laughs> they're into everything. But sure. I think they were like particularly into that one too. Yeah. And it's always um, fun to see them like to see the uh, see the guitar work on that one actually between john and george and that's uh, good filming and uh that's one of our we both love that song so it's always great to hear it yeah after that they go into and we gotta play this one yes very interesting too yeah so we'll give you a little we'll give you we'll let we'll let it be introduced from the stage Next song from Beatles for Sale, Langspieler, heißt Yesterday. Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far. Did I hear uh, hear some drums and electric guitar on yesterday? Yeah. Wow. Pretty for, interesting version. Yeah. So an electrified version of yesterday, and yeah. I, I dare say it works pretty well, in my opinion. I I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it really. Uh, I mean, we've heard other versions of it, mm-hmm. but to hear them just kind of playing it like a rock song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it works pretty well compared uh, to, you know, instead of having the backing track of the strings like they had on some of the other gigs or Ed Sullivan show or uh, to actually play it as a rock tune, it it kind of works as a ballad that way. So then you got to have your favorite song of all time <laughs> next. 
Was that one of our nominees for worst Beatles song? I believe it was. I believe it was. Or, or, was, or, or was it? I don't. I don't remember. Really, well, I'd have to look back. Well, I think but, uh, "Honey Don't" was probably up there too. Uh, yeah, we didn't put too many. We didn't put all the Ringo songs in, in that episode. No. But, uh, I want to no. be your man. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you was... think I want to be your man, guy? No, uh, I think we in our one of our recent episodes we discussed the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and I think I came on out on the side that I liked the Stones version a little bit better than the Beatles mm-hmm. version, but we both thought it wasn't much of a song to begin with. So uh, yeah, but it's Ringo's feature, and they got a they, it's a it's a good chance for them to give those wow wow yes. that kind of stuff, you know. Yes. So yeah, yeah, get that. Get that uh, crowd amped up, and then here's Nowhere Man. So let's let's we gotta hear Nowhere yeah. Man. It's, it's it's probably the highlight of the yep of this. Well, yesterday and Nowhere Man, I think are the highlights. We'd like to sing another number. Hey, all right. This is another song. This. And this song's called Nowhere Man in E. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land Walking all his nowhere lands Doesn't have a point of view Knows not where Whoa, that bass! Huh? Paul's Paul's really mic'd up on that in the uh, the mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the mix is the issue, I think, and and, and a little bit of tuning there. Mm-hmm. I think I I want to say John's a little off. I think so. Yeah, uh, tune, but just to hear them doing the three part harmonies and yeah, it's pretty great. I uh, you know, we always talk about how the Beatles couldn't do the intricate arrangements because of the screaming and they couldn't hear themselves, but. I think on this gig it was quiet enough that they could, it could at least get it out, and they they did sound good. It's like the, the three part harmony a cappella sounded very nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got that jangle, and yeah, it's it's it's. De- I would say definitely a highlight, and to watch it too. They look. We were just talking during the song. They they look cool up there. I I think, and the hair, everything's on point. Uh, in yes. This. Yeah, cause for it, sure. Because we talked, you know, the Budokan gig, they look really bored and yeah. like awful. Uh, so this is not here, that way. Here it's like they don't mind yet. Yeah, that yeah. They're on this on this leg of the tour. They probably didn't want to go. Right. But now that they're out there, they're having a lot of fun too. Like, if you look at any of these videos, you can see them smiling at each other yeah. and having a good time. Yeah. Uh, especially. 
not the next one. Pa- pa- the next one was Paperback Writer. Like I said, on the uh, bootleg audio, yeah. uh, it sounded to be the one that hit the hit the hardest. A lot of screaming. They just like yeah. lost their minds. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my god, Paperback Writer. I can't even believe it. They're big. They're big, big hit of the moment. And then uh, they <laughs> they close with. I'm down, and it gets it gets goofy <laughs> right off the start. Paul is confused, and I think John confuses him even more. And then you'll you'll see the results here. We'll play the results. Yes. Oh yes. Um... Nexus Leap is our last lead. So, so um, to everybody, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you, Sean. Vielen Dank. Wiedersehen. Yes. Oh boy! Oh, where to begin on that one? (laughs) (laughs) So, a little confused about the verse order on that one. (laughs) And then during that second verse, which is really the first verse, he's like just saying nonsense (laughs) at some point, and you can see on the video Ringo just like start laughing at him. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And John keeps jumping in early on the. The hits, uh, the, yeah, they're just kind of all over the place. <laughs> uh, interesting note here, though, is John's on the guitar on this. Yeah, one. right. And then, and then in, and uh, when they go to America, then they bring out the old keyboard, right, and uh, play it on the keyboard. Of course, the the famous uh, oh, the uh, Shea Stadium gig, Shea with Stadium the gig. elbows. <laughs> yeah, where he's he's goofing around on that. Yeah. That was so awesome uh, seeing that in theaters hopefully we get a full release of that yes at some point i think you know what would be interesting if they could supplement these yearly packages <laughs> uh i'm you know maybe we'll get a revolver maybe we'll get a i don't know if we'll get all the albums but maybe we will yeah double they back. could supplement those with some some of these live gigs yeah and what mm. we need to do first is clone giles martin <laughs> Okay, so that he can one one of him can be working on the on the <laughs> the remasters. Mm-hmm. Another of him can be running these old gigs through the old uh, yeah. magic machine that <laughs> cleans them up. I like and that. And then idea. a third one can be in George's vaults, getting yeah. <laughs> get, getting some George uh, stuff. Right? We are dry, bone dry. Yeah, we are bone dry on George. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that would that would be an interesting project, because uh, I you know they always say the Beatles were they were not a good live band because of the conditions when they were famous, because of yeah. the conditions, which is not always true. I mean the sound quality is obviously not great, but uh, you know on this set there are some good performances, and like you said they don't seem tired and weary like the Budokan Japan gigs, or some of the American gigs. So, 
Yeah. You know, there's some some definite stuff that's worth looking at, like the unusual yesterday with the rock band treatment and uh, Nowhere Man's vocals, paperback writer's vocals, and so on. So, uh, thinking, looking at the 11 songs, all right? So, 11 songs about how long? Half hour? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, you've got, what's the earliest song here on the set list? Well, let's see. Uh, Probably. Yeah, yesterday, I guess, right? I Want to Be Your Man, yesterday, maybe? Uh, earliest, yeah, I think the earliest would be I Want to Be Your Man. And then, you know, uh, I've got I Feel Fine and Rock and Roll Music. So a lot of, Be- actually, a lot of Beatles for Sale tracks uh, represented here. <laughs> yeah. Quite a few. Uh, but just to think about it, that there were no tunes that they were currently working on, and just a, six months later, they'd be starting Sgt. Pepper. So Yeah, that's it, uh, incredible. It's amazing, yeah, to just yeah. think about you know, going from rock and roll music to Strawberry Fields yeah. in the same <laughs> year, same year, playing the... And- this wasn't their last. I mean, this was the start of the tour too, mm-hmm. and that was their last European tour, right? Or Europe and and Asia. Mm-hmm. So they they went. What was it? Germany and then Japan. Was it Phil- Japan? Japan, yeah, and then the Philippines, and then the Philippines. Disaster at the Philippines. Yes, they probably at that point are like, we're not doing any more tour. Yeah, and then they're like, well, we got it. <laughs> Fellas, we've got some U.S. states booked, so yeah, and so that's um, that's where it went. But uh, yeah, and then that was it. That was it. And they were done. Like yeah. in months later, they're done. Yeah, and we're doing Strawberry Fields and when I'm 64 and Penny Lane and going on to Sergeant Pepper. So yep. pretty amazing when you look at it. Just the in two years. All this from sixty well yeah sixty three to sixty six where all these tunes were recorded the development just even from I want to be your man to whatever was released right at that time paperback writer I mean, yeah huge huge development yeah and, yeah and hearing nowhere man particularly yeah. in this set it's like it's like oh that's like a sticks out sticks out yeah really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sticks out yeah so yeah. Um, so else? what's your what's your take? Uh, any, any other thoughts on the on the? I mean, it's nice that they went to Germany. I, I really think that that was a a nice thing mm-hmm. after having you know basically been b- born and raised there yeah. in, in many ways. Yeah, uh, we we saw how they came back in our previous episode. They came back right before they got big and 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 really blew it out one more time mm-hmm. for a few dates and and now here they here they are like the biggest band in the world it's sort of a it's almost like a little thank you yeah kind of a farewell tour in a little in a way yeah yeah, yeah. so pretty interesting and i i also the last thing i'll say about the set list too is that you uh they don't just play the hits I mean, uh, if I needed someone was not a hit or not a single. Uh, Babies in Black. I mean, these are all album tracks. Uh, yeah. I want to be your man for the Beatles. I'm down. Was on, I know it was a, on a single. Uh, she's a woman. I mean, these were not not just playing. I want to hold your hand and uh, the same old tunes. So yeah, a little bit of interest there. Yeah, I th- I think they're. they're 
their set list of, of from any era are a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> like a little puzzling, like yeah. who put it together. And it just, I, I mean, just because we're so used to modern set lists and it's like, mm-hmm. they're going to ramp up and then they're going to play like, who'd I just see ELO. So then it's yeah. like, Oh, they're in their last four or five songs. So you're going to get this and that. And then you're going to get Mr. Blue sky. The big know? one. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just all over the place and kind of not yeah. like, which I, I guess there's some some swagger to that of like, mm. oh, it could be that they very uh, much thought anyone here has all of our stuff. True, true. So it's not like, <laughs> so it doesn't matter what we play, yeah, what order. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. It is an unusual set, but listening yeah. to it, I did listen to the full thing yes. several times, even the grainy, uh, <laughs> poor quality uh, uh, stuff. So uh, yeah. Yeah, well worth checking out, and especially if you've never seen the video. Uh, of, it's nice to see a 66 tour of video that's a pretty good segment. So, like, I mean, the Beatles show was only barely a half hour, and you get about 15 minutes of it, so about half. So that for that alone, just to see them at that late stage uh, is pretty nice. Well, why don't we go out with a little bit of uh, I Feel Fine, from this uh, set here. Maybe we'll jump in halfway to I Feel Fine and uh, give you the last part of I Feel Fine. we got some stuff coming up. We had announced that we were going to do our next uh, uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> our movies are take put them in the movies series. Yes. Uh, but there was a little mishap. We had a little, a little problem. <laughs> a little power problem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to get that out while the, it was still in theaters, but it's mostly uh, left theaters, so that's a little clue as to what we mm-hmm. were going to do. So we may be doing that in a few months around the time of a certain video release. Um, and we've got, obviously, we got that Abbey Road thing coming out. We've mm-hmm. got some other, other episodes where uh, Iron's in the fire. We've both been very busy and traveling a lot in yep. summertime and all those kind of things. So, uh, you know, yeah. ap- apologies for not getting as many episodes. We'd love to do an episode every day. But, I know. Uh, we, I wish. I wish. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're, uh, we're, we're, we're back at it as always here. So, yeah. So yeah, we look forward to, uh, uh follow us on, uh, Facebook. Follow us at, I, at, I've got a Beatles on Twitter, post a song of the night every once in a while. Uh, follow me at, Chris D. Bragg on Twitter. I've I've got a song of the night every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, just regular music. <laughs> <laughs> regular music. <laughs> regular music, not this Beatles nah, stuff. Nah. Um, you, can, you can always email us at I've got a Beatles podcast at hotmail.com. And yes. I also wanted to mention that we are on Spotify podcasts now too. So if you're a Spotify yeah. person, you can subscribe to us there. So. Excellent. All right, so we'll go out with uh, one more from Circus Crown. Crown, Crown. Crown. Here's I Feel Fine. 